Hello, everybody. Welcome or welcome back to the Disorder Podcast. Happy February. It is officially February 1st when this episode comes out. And I'm excited for February. I don't know about you guys, but for whatever reason, randomly, February is one of my favorite months of the year. I think it's because I like the vibe that January's over. I would say January is my least favorite month of the year. So maybe that's why by default, February is one of my favorites because it means obviously January's over. So yeah, the vibes are good going into February. Love Valentine's Day, even though I've never had a Valentine for whatever reason. Valentine's Day is one of my favorite holidays out of the year, which is the most random thing ever. I know, but I think I like it because it gives you an excuse to kind of treat yourself and just pour a little love on yourself. I don't know. That sounds um, sounds really cheesy, but it's true. And that's kind of what we're talking about today. So this episode came about in a few reasons. So in Austin right now, there is an ice storm, which is to me, not that big of a deal being from the Midwest. However, here in Austin, this is like unheard of, obviously. And even though in my head when they were saying that, you know, there's an ice storm, I was like, eh, no big deal. I didn't really consider the fact that Austin is not built for this weather. So my apartment complex is, I don't even know, maybe 40 years old, maybe more than that, honestly, probably more than that. And so all the pipes, all the, everything in the apartment is not built for cold weather and it's a little bit older. So spooked in that regard because of course i'm getting those emails like keep your cabinets open and your faucets dripping and x y and z i was like oh my gosh i've never gotten that email even being in like negative 20 degree weather in the midwest and then also did not consider the fact that texans in general are are terrible drivers especially austin is known for how bad the drivers are here so if you put ice into the mix when no one here knows how to drive to begin with. And then in general, they don't know how to drive in inclement weather in general. You put those two together, wrecks on wrecks on wrecks. I've seen wrecks left and right, so many wrecks all over the place. So the conclusion of that story is I have been home, obviously, alone, working, doing whatever. And it kind of sparked this topic of... Being alone but not lonely because funny enough, the end of last week, I had a whole moment where I was like, I just can't stand to be in my apartment by myself right now. I am not comfortable with this. I need to be around people. I need to be busy 24-7. I I just cannot be alone. Come this week, I feel like I've done a 180 where I'm super comfortable with being alone I've been enjoying my time being in my apartment during this weather craze and it got me thinking what was the difference like what shifted what changed what made me comfortable to be alone where I don't feel lonely anymore and so I did some digging did some research found some really good gems so that's what we're going to talk about today is how to be alone not lonely how it can really benefit your mental health and your overall well-being and just help a lot of areas in your life if you are comfortable with being by yourself so let's go ahead and get into the episode okay so of course with loneliness it kind of or not just loneliness just 
the whole idea of being alone, it kind of makes it out to be anti-social, anti-community, whatever you want to think of it as. That's kind of what I originally thought of loneliness and just being alone in general is that you're just secluding yourself and that you know you're doing it to yourself so there's if you feel lonely that means that you need to be around people if you feel uncomfortable with being alone that just means you're an extrovert and that's really the mindset I had for a long time and I I do want to say that community is extremely important and we talked about that last week and it can help a lot of areas in your life to be surrounded by a great community but there are situations where you are alone and this being one of them for example when there's inclement weather and I'm in my apartment alone for a few days at a time you really have to be comfortable with yourself and being alone and that's what I realized and I realized that you can have both you can be comfortable and crave community but you can also be comfortable in your own self and by yourself and one of the articles i was reading on this had a really interesting quote and it was the root of loneliness is not the absence of other people but because of an inner absence where you haven't centered awareness of your true self and this is kind of complicated to hear at least the first time i read it the first few times i read it i really could not process what it was saying but the root of it is if you're lonely it's not because there's an absence of people around you you can be surrounded by people and still feel lonely honestly that's how i felt a good chunk of college i was constantly surrounded by people but i just felt so lonely i felt like i didn't have you know people around me where i i felt surrounded by community i just felt really alone and the more i talked to people even my good good friends they all said the same thing where in college especially because you're not around family you just start to feel really isolated and lonely again even when you are surrounded by people 24 7 and i think that kind of got heightened and worse for a ton of people myself included when quarantine happened of kind of instituting this loneliness where you didn't become comfortable being alone you just became used to the feeling of loneliness because of quarantine and because you couldn't be surrounded by people to where we kind of started self-isolating on purpose because it just was what we were used to we weren't used to going out and making ourselves feel a little bit uncomfortable by meeting new people or hanging out with new friends or investing in new relationships. We just started seeking the comfort of feeling lonely almost. And that's kind of where I got. And so coming to my new apartment and living alone, I was just expecting to be so comfortable being by myself and being alone. Because normally I am. Normally I enjoy being by myself. I travel by myself all the time and never, ever, ever feel lonely. I feel extremely comfortable being alone. So I was like, what happened to where I moved into my apartment where all of a sudden I feel lonely and I'm, I'm craving something else? And when I read that quote that I hadn't centered the awareness of my true self 
from what I understand of that, it, it basically means that I'm not comfortable with myself enough to be alone. And that sounds kind of bad in a way where it makes it seem like I'm not comfortable with who I am or whatever. I'm a very confident person. If you know me, love myself, love her. She's great. But being alone, it it kind of makes you vulnerable with yourself. Not to get like super psychologically deep or whatever. But you see parts of yourself that maybe you hide from the public. Maybe you even try hiding from your own self you don't want to bring to the surface but when you're alone you get these really vulnerable areas that you might not even know existed and I think moving into my apartment by myself kind of showed me these areas of myself that I did not know existed until I was living alone so it it shows you these areas of yourself that you you don't know exist And so you just become really uncomfortable with it and you start seeking to be surrounded by other people to distract you or you want to be so busy 24-7 to where you're distracted by your thoughts and you don't have to think about these things. So that, that was a huge part of realizing why I was feeling so lonely. I also realized that you can't switch it on and off being comfortable by yourself. It's not something that when I started feeling lonely, I could just say okay, like, we're just gonna switch that off, like, switch on being comfortable, like, I don't want to feel lonely anymore, so we're done with that. It's something you really have to work towards. It's something that really fluctuates, where maybe one day you're doing great, maybe the next day you're doing terrible with it. It's not this, this thing that you get and then you have it. It's something you have to constantly work on and work with and kind of get to the root of things, and it's not just a one-stop shop, one-size-fits-all. You really have to work with yourself and see in what areas are you uncomfortable with being alone. And with some of the studies I was reading, one of them pointed out that we need to see solitude as a choice rather than a punishment or a circumstance. There are tons of studies that show that people who seek moments of solidarity have a higher level of well-being than those who see solidarity as a circumstance or as a punishment where it's not their choice and they're forced into being alone and as soon as we switch that frame of reference in our head where we start seeing solidarity and being alone as a choice and as something that is to learn about ourselves and to grow and to become a better person automatically the mindset shift shows you that it's not a punishment and it's something to be celebrated and and something that that's a good thing and it's going to help you grow as a person overall so i think that's been super helpful to see even me being in my apartment where it's i'm choosing this i chose to not have roommates and live with other people and maybe there are some days where i am not confident in that decision but it was a choice at the end of the day. No matter if I'm happy with the choice at this moment or not, it doesn't matter. It's something that I chose and that I need to live with. And so there's no point in sulking and being sad and lonely. And not to say that it's not okay to feel that way. It is, but you can't sulk in it and just 
choose to be sad day in and day out without trying to make a change and then complain that nothing has changed with your mood or your view on loneliness. You really just need to shift the mindset. One of the points I also saw was a way to kind of become more comfortable with yourself is to look at things you really enjoy doing and start doing them alone. I started doing this with dance classes. I started taking dance classes alone, which was really scary for me. And going to events alone, eating at restaurants alone, anything you enjoy doing, do it by yourself. It sounds a lot scarier than it than it actually is. Eating at a restaurant by myself at a sit-down restaurant with no phone. I didn't let myself um, bring in my phone or anything because I really wanted to experience it. And it was honestly probably one of the most uncomfortable things I was ramping up to do. Like I was so uncomfortable with the thought of it. But when I was there and when I was doing it, it was not that bad. It was not that bad at all. I really enjoyed it. Actually, I ended up talking. There was um, an older guy who was sitting next to me, also by himself, maybe in his late 60s, early 70s. Just the sweetest man. And this was in London, by the way, and was just telling me so many things about London that I would have never known had I not gone to this restaurant by myself. And I just had the best experience and was so happy and proud of myself afterwards where it outshined all the uncomfortableness that I was feeling going into it and the fear I had going into it where I just felt so much more content with myself after I did something like that and my next goal is to eat alone at a restaurant here in Austin I think it becomes more scary when it's a city where you're afraid that you might run into someone you know because in London, it was a lot easier for me because I don't know anyone there and I will not run into someone I know or these people will never see me again. But in Austin, you just kind of get wrapped up in the mindset where, oh my gosh, like what if I see someone I know and they see me alone in a restaurant and X, Y, and Z or what if this person sees me? Who cares? Literally, who cares? If anything, if you see someone you know, I guarantee you they're going to be like, that is so sick that you go to restaurants by yourself. Like that is so awesome that you take yourself out to do things like I wish I could do that so you really just have to leave everyone out of this and just get into your own head and see what the root is and kind of go from there so definitely I would challenge you to do that maybe this month maybe going into February that could be a goal of yours is just do one thing by yourself one thing that makes you uncomfortable do it by yourself see how it makes you feel and I always tell myself if I do something by myself and at the end of it I hated it absolutely hated it I never have to do it again if I do a ballet class by myself and I absolutely hated it I don't go back if I do a Pilates class by myself and I hated it don't go back you just have to be super flexible and lenient on yourself where as long as you're trying new things there's no reason to be upset with yourself or force yourself to do it more times just one time at a time one time at a time Uh, I don't know if that made sense you know what I'm saying? Just take it one moment at a time. Look at right what's right in front of you. Don't look at what where you need to be in the next year. Look at where you need to be today. If you want to challenge yourself today to go do something by yourself, go do it. Don't think about, okay, by next year I need to do X, Y, and Z and then try doing it tomorrow. You're not going to get there. You need to take it one step at a time 
and challenge yourself one thing at a time. I don't know if those last sentences made any sense. Another shift that I had in my mindset recently was finding so much comfort in the presence of God. And I know it sounds really cliche when people say like, oh, you're never alone. Like God's with you. And you're kind of like, okay, but I feel lonely. Like I know he's with me, but I still feel lonely. And you can't really just, you know, when someone says that, you're not going to automatically be like, oh my gosh, thank you so much for reminding me. You just cured everything. Thank you. It's one of those things where you really have to rest in it and and just really, I don't know, marinate in it, I guess. And I have two verses that have really helped me. The first one is Psalm 34, 18 that says the Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are, the, oh my gosh, and saves those who are crushed in spirit. This verse is so comforting because Anytime I feel down, lonely, whatever you want to say, however you're feeling, he is close to you. And he's close to you at all times. But I just love that in the Bible, God always used the the broken, the sinners, the he never used the super happy person who was just thriving in life doing so well had everything going for them he never was like you i'm gonna use you to do something magnificent and important he always would go to the sinners and the broken ones and say you're going to be important like just just follow me and you're gonna be so necessary to this story you're gonna help people And I think that just makes me feel so hopeful for the future anytime I feel down or however I'm feeling lonely is that verse saying that he's close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. It it just really is like a blanket over you. So there's the first verse. The second verse is Isaiah 41.10. It says, okay, why can I not, why can I not read these today? It says, so do not fear for I'm with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Again, another warm blanket for the heart saying, just don't fear anything because I'm with you. I think I get very fearful of the future when I am feeling down and lonely because I just kind of get in these ruts where I'm like, what's the point? Like, where am I going? Like, where I, I have a great job that I love. I have great people around me. Like, what else? Like, I, I just don't feel like I have this huge goal I'm working towards. I feel like I'm just comfortable in that. That scares me personally. Comfortability spooks me. And I know that's not with everyone, but I just get in these ruts. And I feel like that verse is saying, like, don't fear the future. Don't fear the present. Just just know that I'm with you and find comfort in that. You don't need to know everything. You don't need to know what's happening all the time. And him saying, like, don't be dismayed that he's going to strengthen us and help us and uphold us. He's carrying all the weight. He's carrying all of our burdens. And I think it was maybe, it was either in, like, a podcast or a sermon. I really can't remember. But they just had the best analogy how in the Bible we're referred to as sheep and that the Lord's our shepherd. And they were saying that sheep are non-weight 
bearing animals. They don't carry any kind of weight. They don't, they're not pack mules. They're not horses. They, you don't put anything on a sheep. The shepherd is the one who does all the work for the sheep and the sheep just do their own thing. They just follow the shepherd wherever he goes. He takes care of them. They don't have to worry about a thing. He carries all the weight for them. You know, they're not carrying their own food. It's, it's the shepherd bringing them their food and carrying that. And I just loved that analogy because it shows that if we try to carry all this weight and carry all these burdens, we're not meant to. We're supposed to give it up to the shepherd, which is God. Let him take care of everything. And how comforting is that to know that we don't have to take this weight, this unnecessary weight. And we can just give it all to him and just let it completely go. And I know that's so much easier said than done. And I personally am really struggling sometimes with that, with just actually letting it go and and letting him take the reins on everything. But I feel like it, again, is not a destination. It's, It's a fight every single day to let go of control. And with loneliness, I think sometimes the reason I feel so lonely is because I just start spiraling down because I just feel sometimes that I don't have the control I want and I just start spiraling. And then it it leads to this feeling of loneliness because I'm like, you, you just get so stuck in your head and all these negative feelings and that's such a lonely state to be in. So I find that the more I dive into God's word and rest on him and give it all to him, pray, journal, reflect... It really helps my loneliness and it just makes me feel so much more comfortable being alone. And yeah, I would say that is the chunk of what I've been doing and, and what how I've been working on feeling comfortable with being by myself and not feeling lonely or or whatever, isolated, whatever it is. I hope that this helps someone and maybe helps you take the first steps into feeling a little bit more comfortable with being in your own and being by yourself. So that's all for today's episode. As always, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, feel free to DM me on Instagram. It's at Jamie Robin, J-A-M. I, whoa, really can't speak today. At J-A-M-I-R-O-B-B-E-N. I'm hoping to get a separate Instagram account for this podcast going. So be out on the look for that words are leaving me today so that's always a sign that it's time for me to call it (laughs) anyway i will talk to you guys in the next episode bye